Okay. You want to get into it? Get started? Get going? Sure. Yeah. All right, cool. As long as well, the gremlin doesn't chew my wires or anything. Yeah. Uh, Pretty smart, those gremlins. The best case scenario, really. It, it was more like a, a, a cautionary tale, so now I know what to look out for. When I call tech support, I'll let them know I haven't, it's no gremlins. I mean, you live on the top floor of your building, right? So they could they could definitely rig up your computer chair to send you flying out that window or, or slider, and that's it for you. I mean, I don't want to victim blame, but having a ramp that big in your house was kind of asking for it. <laughs> yeah, and, and a steady turn, too. There's no, like, landing for it to have to slow down on where you could yeah, have gotten were- jostled out. No, this is this, she wanted this. There was not very many safe ways that thing could possibly operate. That's all I have to say. Yeah, you're right. It's her fault that this happened. She should have known this was going to happen someday. Well, she she also was a bad person, so she deserves it. All true. She's a dog hater, which is, yeah, right? this is what happens. It's, oh, man. I was like almost yelling at my computer screen. I was like, or I could just do that to you, you wrinkly old bitch. Like... You're like threatening a virile young man and you're like going to blow to pieces if a strong breeze comes by. Like, where do you get off? Yeah, I, was, I, had, I had some thoughts on her as well. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. I like I like virile to describe that guy. Like, yeah, that oh, guy fucks. I agree. He, he fucks. <laughs> it's definitely his defining characteristic. This guy's sex drive is out of control. Is that the, the most accurate use of that word? Maybe I have a different. I think Hold it just on. means like, you know, like, uh, like, what's another word for that? Like you're young and like, healthy. And... Like young and healthy. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, like, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Having strength, energy and a strong sex drive. That's the number one result for a feral definition. Yeah. Well, yeah, I yeah, know that that works, too, because it's like yeah. a little rom-com like that kid fucks or that he wants fucks. to anyway. Are we sure yeah. it's the water that caused the Bogwise to? multiply yeah just uh just one drop and there's that one lady gremlin and you don't know what their you know gestation period is maybe it's a couple seconds apparently you know i mean it wasn't necessarily a lady gremlin it was just a, a gremlin in ladies clothing <laughs> it been filling a role. is it the girlfriend of the the head uh gremlin dude so the one you're talking about seemingly right she's only in that one scene yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm thinking prison rules yeah all right, yeah, that that gremlin was chosen. Um, You're my girlfriend, though. Uh, I don't know how much of that's capable, but I'll figure it out. So, uh, as you guys know, I don't know how to start the podcast, so it'll either be maybe max fifteen seconds of that, or something along the lines of "Welcome to late to the movies." My name's Ben Holden. This podcast where my friends and I get to fill in our movie blind spots. Each week, we'll pick a film that either I or a guest hadn't seen before and really should have by now. This week, continuing. A whole month of holiday movies. We have Gremlins, 1984's Joe Dante-directed classic. Uh, comedy horror? A little of both? Yeah, that's the genre. Oh, sure. I thought it was a kid's movie. I haven't seen it in years. Oh, it, it's not. <laughs> nope. It was my favorite movie when I was little, but we'll get into that. Yeah, I thought this movie was intended to be a kid's movie. Um, and I remember it being a kid's movie. Not how I feel today. No. Oh, no, definitely not. Um, Yeah. So this movie was rated PG in in your defense, but um, this and, I mean, another Spielberg production, Temple of Doom, 
were the two movies most often cited with getting the MPAA to introduce a PG-13 rating, which didn't exist yet. And did you I mean, uh, you you notice the billboard right in the beginning, the nice Indiana Jones billboard oh, yeah. in the background? Oh yeah, it's like nice Spielberg, nice. All the all this Spielberg cross pollination stuff. We'll we'll get into all of it before we get there though. My um, guess, your guys left to right across your podcast style. When we're on Discord, I go clockwise. So Corey's here. Hey Corey. Hey Noah. Hello. And Robbie. Yo. And bringing up the rear this time, it's Craig. He's not. Uh, <laughs> I'm Craig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Craig. If you don't respond yourself, then other people will for you. So that just goes to show. Uh, have you guys watched anything good recently? Most of Law and Order SVU. I think I'm on like season 18. Jeez, that's a lot. No. That's a lot to churn through. There's that many seasons. It's like 23 or something. I don't know. I have like a law degree now. They just mailed it to me. Yeah. <laughs> After is it? After the last season, or was it only ten, or <laughs> just you know halfway through, and then I'm gonna get like a, a doctorate afterwards when I finish the whole thing because nice. like 25 Jeez. years worth of show. That is insane. <laughs> but hey, fun maybe, or is it like is it background noise for you, or are you like really into every episode, taking notes and know. getting your JD? I I, I got uh, double screen, so like I'm normally like playing video games, fucking around. And yeah. then I just have it up on the other screen. Yeah, it makes sense. An SVU. <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes I pull it up on Hulu on my phone if I'm like working, working, and then I just have that up on like my desk. I've been watching um, that Godzilla show, um, Monarch. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I haven't gotten beyond the first episode yet, which I think I had mentioned last time. But you stuck with it because they're doing what two episodes a week or something like that. Yes, I've oh, watched cool. three episodes. Um, I think two more either come out. Oh, actually, I don't know if there's four or six now. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've, I've enjoyed it so far. I think it's it's pretty good. I mean, I'm not like a diehard Godzilla fan. Um, but it just like looked like a, an interesting show. I do want to watch that new Godzilla movie as well. I was going to say, it's a, it's a boom time for Godzilla, uh, Godzilla minus one in the surprise hit of the winter, or I guess late fall. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's staying in theater is really strong. It's performing really well. It's an actual yeah. like Toho produced, um, Godzilla movie, not a legendary, which is the American versions of the Godzilla and King Kong movies. And uh, apparently it is extremely good and I really want to see it, but that's true of like four different movies that just came out and there's not enough time. And it's like, do I see the new Godzilla movie or do I go see the boy in the hair? And I don't know. Well, if you watch Godzilla, let me know. I may cool. be interested. Uh, boy in the hair is the new Miyazaki. Are you going to catch that one too? Hopefully, maybe. <laughs> if I leave playing, the house. It's playing in IMAX right now in Providence. Oh, it's in Yep. It's, oh. it's, and they're doing, um, two screenings a day dubbed and two screenings a day subs in IMAX. Oh boy. Yeah. That cool. movie, I actually kind of want to watch dubbed. Yeah. The, the voice cast is pretty so just because the cast is wild. Like, I don't know how they got all of those people, but yeah, oh, yeah. it's, it's incredible. It's, uh, Robert Pattinson and Christian Bale. I know are like the two main guys, but the whole thing is just like, you know, a-listers after a-lister it's crazy oh all right yeah i want to yeah i want to watch that too <laughs> that has to be an imax thought that might be up your alley 
Uh, Noah, you seen anything recent? Uh, yeah, I saw Napoleon in theaters. I was like, oh, nice to go at this point. Um, yeah, it was really good. It was really spectacular. Um, yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Some of the the battle scenes are absolutely wild. And then I streamed recently a film on Amazon called uh, Totally Killer, which is just like a horror comedy um, that came out this year. But it was fun. It was good. I enjoyed it. Nice. I um I also went to see Napoleon. Uh, so the big question it's since it's a Ridley Scott movie, he's already promised that this is basically a sizzle reel and the real version of it, the four hour version will be the one that goes on Apple for streaming. Are you going to watch the four hour version when it comes out? Uh, probably not right when it comes out. <laughs> I did, it did kind of seem like it was in a weird place where I felt like it should have, they either should have cut a shit ton of it out and made it way like focus on maybe one portion of his life or, or rain or whatever. Um, or just go absolutely balls to the wall and just throw in a bunch of more shit in there and make it wicked, wicked long. So it sounds like that's that's what they're going to end up doing. Yeah, yeah apparently. I, yeah. I, I felt the same way. I think that's what I said the last time I talked about it. It was like, yeah, it either had to be, yeah, cut out, I don't know, 40 minutes of one of the things or add an hour and change of everything. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's kind of get whiplash in that movie, but it's so weird. I loved it. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Joaquin was um was good. Gremlins. Let's talk Gremlins. Um, I wild movie. Wild movie. I hadn't seen it fully in like a sitting before. Seen lots of clips. It's a very famous movie. Um, but yeah, so I counted it as I hadn't seen it before for this one. How about you guys? I've seen it at least once in its entirety when I was younger, and then like just randomly, I've watched parts of it. You know, when it would come on TV, and like I have like clips in my head that I remember of the movie. And I don't think I should have been allowed to watch this when I did. Um, Yeah, it's way more violent than I remembered. (laughs) Like, they get brutally murdered. And Mm -hmm. so do people. Well, that's the thing is, like, nobody actually gets brutally murdered because it's all just implied deaths. Like, they cut away and you never really, like, unless you're an adult to see it. You know what I mean? Like, the the snowplow thing, I don't know if I would have picked up uh, on a as a kid that, like, they were fully dead when the they were like, oh, the, the plow went through the, the house as an accident. You know what I mean? There was no blood splash. There was no, they were just like, ah, and then it cuts away. And then, yeah, yeah there's a lot of that. So, so you had seen Gremlins before is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. No, I watched it a bunch as a kid too. But the only thing I could remember from it was the girl's fucked up story about her dad on Christmas. That was like, I vividly yeah. remember that story and nothing else. Interesting. Yeah. I had a kind of like Corey, I had seen it when I was younger and I probably saw pieces like on TV or whatever, but I really didn't remember anything about this movie at all. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, cool. So a lot, enough of us either hadn't seen it or didn't remember that much of it. So uh, I guess any of us really can do a one minute plot summary. If anyone's got one in the chamber ready to go. Yeah, you probably do a one minute plot summary. It is pretty straightforward. You you might not need the whole minute, but that's really up to you. <laughs> yeah. No, I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right Even better. let me know let me know when whenever you're ready all right uh go so there's this guy he's a traveling salesman he's clearly not super successful he's got a really dumb product that's trying to do too many things all poorly but uh he's running around town he he finds this back alley shop that he comments on it must be hard to find i agree 
anyways, they go in there. There's like the squeaky noise in the background. She's trying to sell some bullshit to the guy. He really doesn't care. Um, wants to buy this little creature called a Mawagi, something like that. I might have fucked that up. Mugway. That might be the guy from Jungle Book, <laughs> but um, <laughs> Mugway. Yeah. yeah. That's so, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> he gets the M thing. It's it's a uh, not gremlin, but uh, so he gets it. Um, and the, he wants to buy it. Guy doesn't want to sell it. Okay, you got two seconds. To him. Jesus Christ! All right. Well, you're selling anyways, the first scene. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, hold on. We're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna redo this because I didn't get very far. All right, ready. Go. One minute plot summary. <laughs> so, traveling salesman. Guy's not very good at his job. Goes to this uh, store. This uh, there's a Moagi in the store. Uh, he wants to buy it. Guy says it's not for sale. Um, he offers a lot of money. His son wants to take him up on it, so he sneaks it out to him. Kid. Guy takes it home to his kid. Tells him the rules. Can't get it wet. Can't feed it after midnight. Uh, can't put it in the sun. So it ends up getting wet. It multiplies a bunch. Um, the things that come out are little fucking assholes. You can tell right from the beginning. They're little shits. And then um, they trick them into feeding them, eating them after midnight. They become like monsters, gremlins. Uh, they're born with an innate knowledge of electrical engineering. Um, and they just start fucking things up like crazy. So they do that. They have to defeat them. Blah, 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 blah. Chaos ensued. They beat them. The end of the end of the movie. There you go. Um, one of the things I did know just for through cultural osmosis about this movie going in was those three rules about the gremlins. And, mm-hmm. uh, they're like impossible to follow because it's, you know, you, if you don't know what's going to happen, you're like, oh, maybe there's like a local bully or something. And he's fucking with Billy, the kid, the main guy. And he throws water at him or something. And that's how the gremlin gets it. Like, no, it's just like a glass of water gets knocked over and, and they're fucked. It's over for them. People yeah, die. Like, <laughs> I, I don't want to like overanalyze it or be too much like, how did they get their powers? But they're, th- these things, rules are like, how do they survive in the wild? Like, what the fuck? It, it, that's difficult. Like, unless somebody's actively managing them. Eh. Also, when can you feed them breakfast? <laughs> right. When does after midnight end? When, 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 the- yeah. When is breakfast time? Because it's like, oh, after midnight. Uh, like, is this like, you know, the hour after midnight or, you know, is 7 a.m. a reasonable time to feed them? Or do you just do they fast? You just got to skip breakfast. Wait till the United lunch. United States too. So what if you like feed them at eleven o'clock on daylight savings time? It skips forward through their meal. Are they fucked? Or yeah. What if, what if it's a, a Chinese uh, animal? Yeah. You know? These are the important questions. This is what they should have been covering. Yep. Spielberg, where are the answers? Yeah. Yeah. Let, let's ask uh, little Milwaukee himself. <laughs> It's a, it's, a, it's a good Rob, place to, to interrogate. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I think you called him like three different names. I a little, have no idea. little Milwaukee. Yeah, you do the yeah, thing Milwaukee. my dad does where you just like add a bunch of syllables if you don't know what the name is. That, that's my dad. Or anything in any other language. It's yeah. just like the, just keep the, adding syllables. You know, some of them are. Some kind of Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit of a Pokemon. Um, so this is. Uh, so you mentioned Spielberg. He's the executive producer on this. He, like most people, asked 
Joe Dante to please take out the part that I think Noah you mentioned of uh, Phoebe Cates' character's weird backstory of why she hates Christmas. Um, studio. Ex- oh, yeah. uh, it was Robbie. Sorry, Robbie. Specifically, um, I made it a point to mention. I said it's the only thing I remember. Yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah. who remembers Robbie. Noah. <laughs> yeah, I think that was Noah. I, 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 I only remember faces, and I can't see yours. So um, <laughs> that's fair. Literally, like both you and Noah are on the right side of my screen. So I was like, there's only one human over there. It must have been Noah. To be fair, <laughs> I did I did dress up like you, Robbie. <laughs> oh, well, I was hoping is. I was hoping you would use your camera. So Oh man, I dressed up as you. I, uh, I <laughs> Oh what a bummer. Should have known. Um that part joe dante wanted to keep in the movie the studio executives were like it's not clear if that's supposed to be funny or serious and joe dante who directed the movie was like that's the point that encapsulates encapsulates the whole movie yeah (laughs) it's both or neither let me go ahead Oh, I just I feel like that became like one of those urban legends too that kids would repeat. They'd be like, Yeah, no, I know someone that they got stuck in the yeah. chimney on Christmas. Right. How like, big probably was her chimney for him to think <laughs> I can go down it. And also, how did he snap his neck? Did he go I face forward? They said she said he slipped. Slipped you, like on what? When you guys said you had a lot to talk about, I didn't think it was like the physics involved with some of the, the stories told in the movie. Oh, that's just the beginning. <laughs> okay. I have no idea. There's a lot just of questions answering. You're getting really into the technical nitty gritty. Um, yeah, I, I assume that's part of why it's like, is this supposed to be a joke? Because that's not, no one has a chimney that you could do that in. And then, yeah, the the fact that he snapped his neck on impact, you're like, I guess it was wide enough not only for him to fit down, but to spin while falling. <laughs> I'm I'm picturing some like I, I don't know, like Santa Claus, like the Santa Claus antics, the Tim Allen movie where he's like on the roof and he's like, ooh, and he slips and like the lights get wrapped around his neck and then he he slides down the chimney and it breaks his neck. Oh, oh, that could be. it was actually a gremlin. Ah, in the chimney probably a gremlin yeah gritty gritty origin story yep i'm sorry gremlins the uh prologue there you go next movie um so i knew about the rules one thing that i was pleasantly surprised by is that the gremlins in this movie stuck true to the way people think about gremlins in like real life is that what they were fucking with was like technology and the mechanics of machines and stuff. It's like, Oh, that's, that's a nice touch that that's their specific focus is not just mischief in general. Although there is some times where they're just straight up shooting people with guns. Um, but both for the most part, it's like fucking with mechanical things, which I really liked. That's interesting. There is definitely a theme of that because it ties in with all the useless bullshit his dad had in the kitchen and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like a uh, useless bullshit. Yeah, he got juice out of that eventually. That's <laughs> yeah, some good invention. Well, okay, I guess he did somehow break the laws of physics because one orange produced approximately six gallons of juice. So, like, orange get all its juice? I don't. Know. Okay, <laughs> no, that was too much juice. <laughs> It was a lot of juice. It was, yeah. It was an it was absurd. The whole kitchen. It was there's one like, orange. There's like a thousand puppets. 
that are transforming into monsters and like well, wreaking havoc out of all, town. But yeah, that's a weird ratio of orange to juice. I, I picked up on that too, Robbie. I thought it was absurd. Only at the end of those were real, so I don't want to hear it. They they gave me the lens <laughs> to view the movie. They said this whole thing is real. He criticized me. Again. Oh man, this is gonna be Kyle's favorite episode. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> And then Freddy Krueger showed up and he was like, these arguments don't make sense, bitch. <laughs> Here's my rules and my backstory and where I got my powers, um, bitch. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, speaking of the dad, by the time the movie ended and it started doing a vo- his voiceover, uh, the old man walks away down through that, like, beautifully matte painted backdrop of the town. Um I had forgotten that the movie also opened with that guy doing a voiceover and I was really confused for a second. And it was kind of like, why is this? This is like maybe the fifth or sixth most important character in the movie. Why is he doing a voiceover? But I forgot that was the bookends. The voiceover Um, too, at the beginning, I was like, wait, why does this have like a a noir detective start to it? What? what? (laughs) You just have to break in in some way. I like that. They're not like, you're like, you're in a city and this guy's going to to a CD shop in the basement of some place to get this thing. Why is he there? How'd he hear about it? Don't worry about it. While he's there, he hears a thing and he's like, I'm going to take this thing movie. Well, I, I thought it was, <laughs> they even, they even covered that though. Like his first comment is like, how are people supposed to find this place? And it's like, Oh, okay. They, they covered that real quick. Like yeah. check the box and, and sneak them in. I mean, this guy's constantly traveling for business. He goes to a convention on Christmas Eve for weird inventions. It's like, yeah, sure. That's when conventions happen. Look at the house he could afford on that fucking bullshit job back then. It's the 80s. She's like, oh, what? You sell like a piece of bullshit four times a month? Yeah, you could have a fucking four family house and six cars. That's like the Simpsons. They're they're a single income household with multiple children and they can afford like a similar size house to this guy. He also works in a nuclear power plant, but that's fine. Yeah. Um yeah, this guy's inventions. I feel like that's just like an eighties thing that like sometimes your dad's doing inventions, or I'm just maybe thinking of this and honey, I shrunk the kids, but it's, no, it's well, you know, it's multiple rats. things. There was a yeah. theme of it. Oh, yeah. Right. Rugrats. I feel like Ghostbusters, there's a lot of weird inventions Mm. also right Uh, around this time. A little bit after, but Danny Phantom, I think his parents were always making weird inventions. Yeah, I should say, not just right around this time, literally opened on the same day as Gremlins did Ghostbusters. So, you know, the horror comedy melding was was very big at this moment. Man, that's a that's a solid opening weekend. Like seeing both of those like that's the classics. Yeah, you have a good time. Ghostbusters man. one, two, right? Yeah, like the, the first one, the, nice. the only yeah. good one. Um, the only good one. And you'd be like, yeah. So Christmas, June eighth, nineteen eighty four. That's when this movie released. <laughs> Perfect early summer fling. Flick. That's what you suggested. I don't know if I said this right, but when you suggested as a Christmas movie, I was like, wait, Gremlins a fucking Christmas movie? And then I watched it. I was like. Oh, this is like a thousand percent a fucking Christmas movie. Like, I completely spaced out that it was uh, a Christmas movie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Definitely is. No um, most of the actions on Christmas Eve, um, the whole thing's in the build up to Christmas, mm. and then I guess the last scenes on Christmas, where the guy shows up at their house and and takes Gizbo back. That's pretty much mm. it. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's very Christmassy. There's caroling. 
I like uh, I like the, the, obviously the best part of the movie is once an hour in the gremlins emerge from their cocoons and they just do bits. Yeah, they do uh, bits. I, I love how they have a deep understanding of human culture. Like they just know how yeah. to dress up as carolers and just start Christmas caroling, but they don't know the words to any songs. Well, so more, more than that, they they know the sound that happens when they're fucking shit up and they sing it. They 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 break the third wall with their caroling. Did you notice that it was the same like the 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 gremlin sound like the what the fuck? How did it go? You know the music, the gremlins like their fucking thing yeah. about music. Like yeah, they, yeah. They, like, there's their own score during it. Yeah, yeah. There's like a melody uh, that recurs. So, yeah um and i love yeah not only are they aware of like the christmas theme stuff but they also know like oh this is what perverts dress like because <laughs> mm. uh, there was the flasher gremlin very funny because they're all naked anyway but it's nice yeah, that I, I had a trench coat and sunglasses i had like a a weird um fan theory that uh the gremlins are are reincarnated assholes because they all have like a clear like personality and backstory even though they're yeah. like fucking 30 minutes old yeah maybe great it's like this dude's a grizzled detective and he's only been alive for five minutes i don't understand uh where that personality came from but i loved it it was it was good not a criticism at all it was just my fun uh headcanon oh yeah it's fun that they're they're very unique these puppets are great i, I just love these puppets Somebody did have a very good time making all these puppets. That that is for sure. Yeah, they were just designed by a guy named Chris Wallace. There you go. Shout out, Chris. He also worked on The Fly a couple of years after this. Oh, that's funny. Oh, you yeah. know that guy has a weird garage. Yeah, a bunch of other stuff, too. He's uncredited E.T. model maker. Does some creature work on Return of the Jedi. So that guy, he's, he's he gets around. Oh, there was a phone home reference at one point, too, in there. Yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, when you, you mentioned the Indiana Jones reference on the billboard. There's a lot of Spielberg references. There's a lot of, a lot of character references. There's the, the Bugs Bunny and uh, Sylvester, I want to say, stuffed animals that sh Stripe's hiding behind. There's obviously lots of Disney references. Oh, yeah. Was uh, Snow White really in theaters at that time, too? Or no, that, this would be referencing a different time, probably. I don't know what I'm thinking. Well, they um, used to, before streaming and stuff, put the classics back in theaters often. So it might have oh, been playing like in the a, 80s, too. Oh, that's a good filler, too. When yeah. you like if movies aren't being pumped out like the volume they are now. Well, and there also wasn't home video um, unless you were super rich. Because the first oh, right. VHS has cost like a hundred dollars. <laughs> Did you see Snow White? Nope. And I guess I never fucking will. <laughs> yeah. So the classics would go back into theaters a lot just because that because uh, in a lot of ways the only time you could see them. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, that's uh, interesting. It's uh, a perspective you lose in history. For sure. Um, Harry Mandel does the voice of Gizmo. One of one of his yeah. his uh, calling cards, I guess. Did a lot of weird, uh, not not a lot of weird, a lot of voice work throughout his career. Did did uh, Howie Mandel? That's all I have so, to say about it. He doesn't really have words to say aside from "Bye, Billy" towards the end. 
So do do we know did did Furbies rip off Gremlins? Did Gremlins rip off Furbies? Yeah. Are they like a tie-in? They were both uh, Gremlins. Yeah, Furby's definitely ripped off. They just ripped it off. Okay. I, yeah. Like, it's funny because you could tell that they were clearly setting this up to have a bunch of merchandise. And then they just, they obviously dropped the ball because Furby was able to exist. I don't understand how that happened. Oh, it was like over a decade later. So. Oh, was it? Was that big of a, yeah. Yeah. 84 to Furby's hit, what, late 90s? That's fair. It's weird they didn't try to capitalize on it, though. That was a, that was a, the the time for merchandising and it was very merchandisable obviously i think there there was a ton of merchandising mm. um but we just weren't alive then <laughs> okay all right that's, that's fair yeah. uh let's see yeah they mass produced a lot of gizmo stuff and a lot of gremlin stuff they didn't make like a lot of billy's uh toys no i guess billy? they wow. didn't make they didn't no billy billies? toys they, they didn't make any virile uh, billy's yeah. Zero <laughs> Billy. Uh, oh, now we have to keep the whole thing. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. Furby originally released 98 by Tiger Electronics. I feel like Tiger used to be such a big brand in my head. What else did they make? Any other bangers? There has to be some bangers, right? Beanie Babies? Was that them? Uh, Giga Pets. Oh, Giga Pets. Okay. Remember those? Yeah. Oh, nice. We, we haven't talked about it. So Billy, played by Zach, Zach something, Galligly, I want to say. Galifianakis. Galligan. Zach Galifianakis. A young How Zach, Zach Galifianakis. Holy shit. <laughs> Zach Galligan, who stars in both of the first two Gremlins movies. Well, the only two Gremlins movies. And, um, I think after Gremlins, his parents make him go to college and then his career never recovers because he just like has momentum. Like, oh, he's starring in this hit movie as a pretty young actor. And then it's just like he stops. So um, he didn't really do that much else. But uh, he's good in this. And then Phoebe Cates, this is two years after Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which if you haven't seen before, you've definitely seen the scene. Everyone knows Phoebe Cates from when she um, emerges from a pool and takes her bikini top off. Yep. That's her. This is two years later. She seems a lot younger in this movie because she's not, you know, as sexualized, I guess. It's funny because, like, by the time I saw that, like, streaming porn was already so mainstream. I was like, why do people care so much? Just, you know, some boobs in a movie. (laughs) But at the time, it was like, boobs. Yeah. I have to find this from magazines in the woods. (laughs) Yeah. And, of course, that sequence in Fast Times at Ridgemont High is... um, uh, Judge Reinhold fantasizing about the, it happening. Judge Reinhold in two scenes of this movie was supposed to be a major character, but essentially just got cut out. He's the younger superior at the bank. That's kind of a dick that asks Phoebe oh, Cates out yeah. towards the beginning and then is not in the movie again after that. <laughs> that's interesting. I, I love the part too, when he's trying to like convince her to, to come over. He's like, yeah. come on, I have cable. Like that was the big thing. Yeah. <laughs> Come see my new apartment. We're talking cable. Yeah, we're talking was, cable. He was supposed to be the third main character of the movie. There's a bunch of deleted scenes with him, and he's just like super creepy. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess they didn't need that either. It's still there's still a lot of movie left. Um, other notable cuts they had, I think, even filmed some of the darker stuff that they ultimately didn't put in the movie because they thought it was just way too dark. 
Um, the gremlins are supposed to kill Billy's mom and then decapitate her and throw her head down the stairs when she goes up into the attic. I was going to say like they, Billy's mom just disappears and they never like circle back to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They never sent a follow up email. Yeah. So, so you mentioned they don't, they don't show a lot of the, the deaths, even though there are some stuff and I guess Mrs. Deagle is, they kind of show, but you don't like see, you know, life leave her body. You just see her get thrown out a window and then she's just like motionless on the ground. It gets the Wizard of Oz treatment where you just got like the house on top and the the two legs, but it's it's on her back and you got the two legs. It's like, oh, okay, she's dead. That's funny. I I wouldn't think of that as the Wizard of Oz treatment. Yeah. If somebody's making that statement, it refers to absolutely anything other than that. Like, you know, the man behind the screen, yellow brick road, not house landing on a person. I knew exactly what you meant, though. Um, I, I think that's funny. Like, if you like a fun way to threaten someone, like, we're going to give you the Wizard of Oz treatment. You're going <laughs> to drop a house on you and steal your shoes. Yep. <laughs> rip your heart out and put it in a robot. <laughs> Uh, well, the sequel, I know only by reputation, is more of a straight comedy and loses a lot of the horror of it. So probably even further away from what you want. But yeah, this could have gone darker for me, but it is a PG movie. So shout out Billy's mom. Yeah, making it through. She went on a murder spree. In the she did. She like no hesitation. Get she em. definitely was like the, the relief where you because like you see it being like little shits and you're like, I want to punt these things. And then she's like, yeah, I'm just going to like just murder these things immediately. Bro. Like, yeah, <laughs> put one in a blender and then stab one like seven times. Yeah. <laughs> like he's dead. We know he's dead. We explode one in a microwave. <laughs> it's because like these things are like a foot tall. Like, yeah, they have nails, but like the Santa was being absolutely murdered by three of them. You couldn't like pick one up and just like break its neck and then grab the next and break its neck. Punt one. Yeah. And I mean, not only was the Santa beset only by three of them, but there were two, you know, law enforcement People officers watching. right there. Watch they oh, closed the windows. They were like Ew. and drove away. Well, we gotta get out of here. This is like real police work. I, I just want to beat up minorities and give people yeah. tickets. And even though you see before they drive away, the gremlins are cutting their brake line as the car drives away. Continuity era goof section on IMDb. You clearly see the car's brake lights turn on and it slows down before it takes a turn. Just saying. But- yeah, like they didn't really f- finish that loop either. They like cut the brakes and they're like, and something happened, maybe or not. Brakes seem to uh, still be working. Well, the brakes don't work, and then the car flips over, like in the next oh, scene. I, did I miss that? No. Maybe. Yeah, probably. A, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in their defense, they come back to it, but I just mean at the end of this initial scene after the brake line's cut, you can tell that the brakes are, you know, working on the car that the actors are actually in. Yes. Um, okay. But after it flips, they don't come back to them, right? They're just, they, the car flips, and we don't hear from the police. They might have died. <laughs> oh no implied death like you said <laughs> um yeah uh, what was i gonna say it was something related yeah whatever oh oh um when the mom's on her murder spree which is like i like that she goes into a totally badass like i'm just mad these things are in my kitchen mode i'm not gonna leave the house um 
And she does a good job. I mean, she gets most of them. She gets everyone but Stripe, right? If they had just like kept them away from that YMCA, they'd have been fine. She's got yep. the highest kill count outside of Billy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But um I was thinking it was it was funny because there's it's pretty uh fun crossover to the other two movies we've done so far this month. One, it's a wonderful life, which you actually see the mom watching earlier. On the TV. Yeah, it's on the it's like straight up being watched on the TV. And then uh Black Christmas because Billy calls his mom and tells him and tells her not that the call's coming from inside the house and you have to leave right now, but the gremlins are inside the house and you have to leave right now. And it's like, oh, it's basically the same thing. Yep. <laughs> and it's and it's Christmas themed, and then much like the character in Black Christmas, she decides not to leave the house, but instead investigates. And uh yeah. Yeah. And ends up murdering someone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I thought that was fun. That was just for me, I guess. But hey, fun. So that all, that's all getting cut out. And I started talking when Corey was saying something. And it was probably a good point. If you want to repeat it. Sorry. Oh, that's gone. I have no idea what I was talking it's about. It's okay. We were talking about there's like stuff from like a lot of other movies or something. I think you said there's that's like a lot right. of call outs. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of shout outs to like other movies in there. I thought from uh, like, um, like Aliens too, with like the little like egg things that they were considering yeah. transforming yeah i'd love to see in aliens versus gremlins by the way oh i would love that they just like all attach to each other like a, a voltron like, yeah. scenario and <laughs> that would be sick yeah oh i was thinking they would just like fuck with the aliens like they'd they'd beat them through oh. a series of wacky antics oh that'd be like a, like a uh, yeah like a zany comedy yeah, Tom and Jerry that, kind of thing. Yeah, that'd be fun too. Oh, <laughs> that would be good. And they keep going into smaller vents that the aliens can't fit into, and they're like, "Vents was our thing." <laughs> I, I definitely, I see him like they, they go to the smaller thing, and then it like shoots its tongue out at them, and then another gremlin has a pair of scissors and like cuts it off. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, ah, uh, and the gremlin's just like. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No. For sure. There's. There's One a lot of. One comes in dressed like an alien. Like, oh, look <laughs> at me! <laughs> it totally fools them too. Yeah. yeah. They tie their tails together. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Fucking a chestburster gets one of them, but like the gremlin alien's just a little shit. Doesn't like actually do alien things. He's just working with them, smoking yeah. cigarettes and drinks beer. <laughs> so, so the fun thing would be like the second Alien versus Predator movie, where there's the Pred Alien. Um, what would a Predlin, I guess that would be the, the Predlin. Pred, yeah. The, what would the Premlin? There's the wrong part. Yeah. I was going to say, actually the, the pre part isn't the right part of the portmanteau to keep. It's yeah. Grammalian. Yeah. Grammalian. What would the Grammalian's whole thing be? What would it look like? Yeah. Like which dope. body parts and like, yeah, that's a good yeah. question. Yeah. I'm picturing just like a, a little, a, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a gremlin head on like a small like alien body and it's okay. brown. It has like fur on it and stuff. I don't think it's, it's fur, it's just the, brown. It's got the coloring. I imagine yeah. it shoots out like the little mouth that it shoots out is like a gremlin's face. And it's, it's like yes. Danny DeVito <laughs> yeah. with a an alien <laughs> tongue, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's probably it. Yeah. Gremlins versus Predators would be fun too, because Predators rely more on technology, so the Gremlins could fuck with them that way. That would be so. way better, yeah. 
Like, oh, my invisibility actually just turned me green. <laughs> uh, I'm just scrolling through other like facts and stuff. And one thing is just director Joe Tante acknowledged some parents were upset after taking their young children to see gremlins in theaters. Like, yeah, what, I bet they were. What, what, did they say why? <laughs> I, yeah. Ooh, I bet they were. I bet they were. <laughs> oh, mom, look at that cute gremlin. Oh, my God. Is he dying in a blender? <laughs> yeah. Did I bring you to this? It's just so funny that uh, in the beginning when he goes to buy uh, little Milwaukee, um, you know, he's just he walks into this random, like small Chinatown store and then finds this strange animal. And he's like, I need this to give no to my child for Christmas. And it's like you were looking for a small foreign new species to give to your child for christmas like he had to have it he had to have it the kid was asking for it he's like dad all i want is an undiscovered species as a pet <laughs> yeah like, all right and you're assuming just based on just based on that vibe this is like a small child he must be talking about it's like not yeah. like a you know a son with a job in his stocking like this this guy works at a bank and you're gifting him a little toy robot <laughs> yeah this like, he's clearly like post school but like probably no one, like 22 i think yeah, he, I he is I was like young 20s when i saw him at first yeah he's he's dating a bartender like he's, yeah you know, this is not a child he doesn't need it but he is really excited that the idea that his daddy got him a puppy for christmas I just like, was this written for a child? <laughs> and then they forgot they're writing it for a child and changed it to a guy who works at a bank and is in his early 20s. <laughs> and he's able to just drop like two, three hundred bucks on on this random animal from this random Chinese dude. Like, that's a lot of money in 1984. Mm. You could buy a house for that, basically. Yes, <laughs> buy a car. He's handing that shit out. Yeah, in a car. That, yeah, uh, uh, how about giving your son a new two, three hundred dollar car instead of some strange animal? Because his car yeah. clearly has problems. <laughs> yeah, get him a Kentucky Harvester. You can't oh, yeah, back that. That was probably racist, like dude. two cars. <laughs> hey, not racist. Xenophobic. You can't trust the foreigners. <laughs> Specifically, foreign consumer products that he's xenophobic about. Doesn't he say something about foreigners at one point? I, too? I think probably because he also talks about World War II in a way that you're like, mm, I, don't, yeah. I don't, I don't like the way you like World War II. I can just tell. Yeah, but which side? <laughs> Good question. Uh, that guy was. Yeah, there is like a nice builds early we haven't really talked about plot beat by beat and i don't think we have to yeah, i think we're fine uh, um there is an early i guess the first you know 40 to hour of the movie that's you're setting up like here's the people in town who suck that you know are going to get murdered by gremlins later yeah, yep <laughs> and i like that that's, it's a good build that was like what my first note no, uh when the the older lady comes to the bay he's like oh Ah, this lady's evil because the music told me so. <laughs> so they like immediately like lay it on thick, like, oh yeah, she sucks. And then she she sucks way worse than most villains I've seen in the movies. I mean, immediately threatening to skin a dog alive is like 
top tier villain behavior. Yeah, fucking yeah, like would be dude. fucking pissed. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> she, she, she deserved to be John Wick. She should have yeah. been gun food right to the dome. Um, this, yeah, she's like a a mix of uh, Potter from It's a Wonderful Life because it's all very money based with his particular brand of evil and Cruella Deville. It's just yeah. like clearly, let's just get both of those. Both of those winter villains involved. I feel like Under One Dalmatians is also set in winter, right? So, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I mean, she's making a coat, so it wouldn't make sense to do it in summer. No, that would just be wasteful. <laughs> um, yeah, I like I like just how out of control evil she is. I was like. The first 15, 20 minutes of a movie, I'm always still battling my my brain chemistry, and it's hard for me to soak up all the expositional details. What was her job? Did she? She like, just like owned the bank. I, I don't know. She was the owner yeah, of the bank. I, I thought she like on the board of trustees or so, like she seemed okay. to have like something to do with the bank. Like maybe she owns a lot of shit. You know what I mean? They because never specified, though, right? They, they they don't. They don't tell you what she does, but yeah. she's like, me and the bank have the same goal to make as much money as possible. Seems like she might, like, if she, if it's not that, then she, like, privately owns other people's mortgages or something. Oh, oh right. yeah. That, yeah, they were, she was, they were asking for more time. And it's like, more time for what? What are the stakes? Here? Yeah. Or I guess she could be a landlord, maybe, but it's, I, I don't know. Well, it sounded like she wanted her to talk to the bank because she right. was like, can you talk to Mr. Blah? So that's why I was thinking she's like on the board or so. I, I don't know. Right. Oh, I thought that, that was would her make like sense. husband or something that owned all that, the buildings. But yeah, that makes more sense if, if he was the bank because they were outside of the bank. And they seem to have like some kind of like they everybody was listening to her like, oh, you got you were pissed off Miss Blah, Blah, Blah or, or whatever. Like, I, I don't know. Also, yeah. I know it's bad, but I... It did get me to chuckle that the only like line after where the kids going, I'm hungry. <laughs> like after she was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. screw you, you poor bastard. Yeah. <laughs> it was perfect. I was like, I said, what is this? Christmas I'm Carol? Hungry. <laughs> yes. Please, it's... sir, may I have a month of mortgage? <laughs> yeah. Those, the, those characters. Those characteristics in that situation is is almost exactly like the villain in It's a Wonderful Life is is doing the same thing, and he's. I've actually never seen yeah. it. Um, I hadn't either, but now I have, and I can understand those references in other Christmas movies. <laughs> it's got so my notes like when after she was doing her whole bit, I was like, oh, I hate this bitch, and then my next note is from when they're in the bar, and he's like. I'm 23 years old. I'm going to be a millionaire at 30. And I went, oh, I hate this bitch. <laughs> yeah. That, both, and that's, both very unlikable. that's Judge Reinhold's last scene in the movie, I think. he, Unless he's in the background of another scene or something. I don't think he has other no, lines. No, that's his last scene. Yeah. Nope. I don't even think you see him get killed or anything. Like, he's him. not like part of like the Greblins. Yeah. Oh, man. I thought... Wasn't he hanging out with him or something? Partying at the bar? Oh, it's just the gremlins were like, "This guy's on our wavelength." Let's <laughs> this, guy this guy fucks. This guy fucks. This guy's barrel. <laughs> you can tell. You can tell. This guy doesn't respect women. Let's let's get him on board. Let's play a few rounds of cards with him. Yeah. Oh man, I, I have a couple fun notes. Um, 
imagine finding a weird mysterious creature and you just like fucking bring it to your high school science teacher and he's like oh yes let me run some yeah yeah he just injects this random animal after hours in the school classroom yeah, what, it what is, the fuck is this guy doing? This is an affluent white suburb during uh, Reagan times. They have they have enough money for the teachers to have resources like this, I guess. Yeah, it's the eighties, you know. Yeah, anything yeah. goes. He was probably high. There, there was a lot of like just what I call Jesus Christ moments. It was um, you know, this time of year, while some people are opening presents, others are opening their wrists. Jesus Christ! Who's, who said that? <laughs> that a, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. We did. Wait, hey, the the by the end of the, the movie, girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah, like, Jesus. Um, oh, oh God. Yeah, I was gonna say, in her defense, she is like, like Billy is just like not leaving the whole "why don't you like Christmas" thing alone. So maybe she's like, I gotta say something shocking to just get him to change the subject. Let me just do something extreme. Um, what I had a note. Uh, Great last words. There's a real gremlin in my cab. <laughs> I did love that. That that guy was just like. He was mostly just like, at least I got to see one before I died. <laughs> like you're referencing some kind of lore as if there's like the established myth of gremlins that have just proven <laughs> real to you. Uh, it's just that this. Yeah. And it's uh, and it's the ultimate comeuppance because it's it's his he's was the one he's the first person to mention gremlins in the movie, and he's like, this is when he is being you know oh those foreigners are putting gremlins in their TVs and their cars and sending them over here. We should have gotten a zenith, um, and uh, I guess for for him, like I'm saying, the ultimate comeuppance is uh, turns out there was a gremlin in his uh, Kentucky made tractor. Oh my god, that is perfect. I didn't even put that part together. I didn't even think of that. I don't know if that's a ver- it's it's just funny to think about later. Yeah, it could be. Either way it works. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, god damn it. The, the foreigners are putting gremlins in my American made car now. <laughs> that sounds like some shit that people would say nowadays. <laughs> oh for sure. We keep mm, coming thanks, across Joe characters. Biden. We keep coming across characters in these movies that definitely want to make America great again, and that that's one of them right there. Oh yeah. Um the the dude in the bar, Judge Reinhold, he is all about it. He was fucking partying with Kavanaugh. That's why we didn't see him. <laughs> around the right time, right? Mid-80s? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, that was Boofer or whatever. <laughs> um Chris Columbus. This is not his first produced screenplay, but the same year as his first produced screenplay. And I've never heard of the other movie. So let's say it's basically his first one. Um, He goes on to be a really successful director, despite having a name like Chris Columbus, which I'm sure um, people were like, oh, that's funny. But he's made so many of the highest grossing movies ever. He's like one of these guys that just gets attached to a really successful, famous guy that likes him and keeps letting him make movies. In this case, Steven Spielberg. So um, within a few years, he starts directing. He directs the first two Home Alone movies. He directs the first two Harry Potter movies. He directs Goonies. Um, so, he, yeah, he becomes a very big deal and he's still still making movies. But this is essentially his first major screenplay. He only wrote as a spec script. Steven Spielberg 
And he never didn't mean it to like get made. This was just to show people, like just to send it to studio execs or other big names in Hollywood and be like, look, I can write, hire me to write your movies. And it gets to Spielberg and Spielberg's like, oh no, this is a movie. We have to make this. So there you go. That, I wonder just if that's what show. the Columbus theater is named after. Maybe. I don't know. It's, 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 it's kind of in federal Hill. So I'm guessing it might be an Italian thing. <laughs> No, they hate Christopher Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I really like the pool scene where all the smoke and fog and all the bubbling starts happening. And I really like uh, the final battle and Stripe's death scene. And I think the skeletal version of Stripe is an extremely good puppet. They did a very good job with that. It was very well done. Good puppet. All the puppeteering was really, really well done. Yeah. I watched a behind the scenes earlier and it was, it's worth at least like seeing how gizmo was ran yeah that's it's a whole fucking art form that's really tough and i i I like when puppets are in movies and i want them i want more i like when that one puppet is doing a puppet show at the bar that's great layers on layers wheels within wheels um you want to get to ratings sure yeah all right on a scale of 0.5 to 5 going up by halves on any scale of your choosing besides stars what would you give 1984's Gremlins. I'll give it three blended Gremlins out of five. That guy gets fucking blended. <laughs> Super yes. blended. Um, I have my number. I'm trying to come up with my scale. That's that's always the toughest part. Four old ladies thrown out of a window out of five. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, I'll do 3.5 Kentucky Harvesters out of five. Nice. <laughs> Nice. American made. Uh, I'm going to go with four out of five really important rules to not cause a bunch of people in your town to get murdered by monsters. Mm. Nice. I know there's only three rules, but the fourth rule is this movie because this movie rules. Nice. Uh, Nice. Nice. I I see what you did there. Uh, So we started doing every month. uh, There's like a question that strings all the episodes together this one's christmas so i'm lazy towards one with the christmas thing what is y'all's christmas comfort watch what do you love throwing on what's the thing you always throw on or often throw on during the holiday season i don't cool watch anything yeah i don't have any like reoccurring yeah that's fair yeah, yeah i don't have a christmas well, then is the, is there anything any any content at all that you like to revisit around here or just a thing that in, in a vacuum might be good to take a look at again? <laughs> I usually end up watching Lord of the Rings um around this time yeah. of year or like every other or so. So that, yeah. that's definitely mine. That would be the closest. Like it's not like an every year thing for me though. It's like every few maybe. That counts. Uh, yeah, I, last year I watched The Princess Bride on Christmas, and I might do that again this year. That's a great choice. That's a, yeah, that is a really good one. Uh, that's dope. What about you, Ben? Um, I, I'm i trying to come up with a different one every episode. First one, I said Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, um, too. Uh, second, last episode, I uh, stole an answer from the previous episode, but it's, I'm counting it for me, too. Die Hard. Mm. oh that's a good one they were showing it on the tvs at free play when i was there last night which was awesome a really good choice (laughs) that's fantastic yeah it was good fun fun time too i hadn't been there since before the pandemic and it is the same 
yeah. Exactly oh, yeah. the same. I've been there a few times since. They don't have an Adams Family pinball table anymore, and that was their best one, and it's not there anymore, which is uh, unfortunate. I haven't been in so long. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably fun. the same right before the pandemic. Yeah, it would have been fun. It was, it was, it was for my people. sister's birthday, so I wasn't in charge of invites, or you guys all oh, would have come. <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, for this episode, let me go with um, a different Chris Columbus movie. One he directed, not just wrote. Uh, I'll go with Home Alone. Mm, nice. Yeah, that's a really good one. good one, too. Yeah. The second one has the like the big New York Christmas tree. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with Donald Trump, right? Yep. yep. He gets in Donald Trump's limo. So thanks for being on, Corey, Noah, and Robbie. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks, thanks. for having us. See you. And, and thanks to Craig for his production skills, as always. Thanks, Craig. We love Thank Craig. You, Craig. I still hate robots. He always looks so scared in his uh, headshot there. He's um, not good at public speaking. That's no, that's fine. You you don't have to be. He's he's behind the scenes. Greg is, and uh, that that'll just about do it. Thanks thanks again. And you can find our stuff on Linktree, linktr.ee slash late to the movies. I forgot to say that last time, so no one's ever going to find our stuff again. If that's the only episode they listen to, oh. um, I think that does it for us. You know, don't get. Uh, your your Mogwai went after midnight. That sounded more suggestive than I meant it to. I'm sorry. It's in the movie, but I'll it doesn't. Not, Don't get him wet with anything, any kind of barrel liquid. Don't get him wet. Yeah. <laughs> oh man.